1: hey welcome back to make it cute i'm so happy that you're here and i have to start with the fact that we're recording this on Pi day you'll probably get it a couple days later but um is everyone as obsessed with sweetest pie by Dua Lipa and megan the stallion as i am because i am and i think they should have released it today but um they didn't and pippa i don't know if you've heard about this we're joined by a really special guest her name is Pippa. Pippa Allen. She's such a sweetheart. I'm going to do a better introduction.
0: Hello. Thank you for the sweet, sweet intro.
1: The sweetest intro. <laughs> <laughs> but have you heard the song?
0: No, I haven't. And I feel so behind. But also because I was in office today and I was being very social. I didn't have my AirPods in. So the, normally Monday is my big music catch up day where I get off of my own ass of listening to my own absurd podcasts or playlists. And then I'll delve into new stuff for the week where I actually like am adventurous and, ch- you know, check in on my discover weekly and my release radar. But because I was in office and I was around people all day, I didn't check my release radar. So I think once I do later after like this evening, you know, have my shower listen, that's when I'll hop in.
1: Okay. You have to, I mean, I feel like it's an honor of Pie day and I owe you an even sweeter introduction because that was like, I had to kind of know your opinion and that was like kind of shit, the introduction. <laughs> but um, today I am joined by the one, the only All Purpose Pippa, Pippa Allen. She's at All Purpose Pippa on all all platforms. Oh, yeah.
0: I knew- I'm i easy to find.
1: Okay, amazing. Um, Pippa, we were talking before the show. I absolutely adore you. But for the people who... Don't know you. I'm gonna ask you some questions. Is that cool?
0: Oh, please do. Rapid fire, ready to go.
1: Okay. So, um, sun, moon rising.
0: Sun, moon rising. Okay. I'm actually going to pull up my um my co-star because I never remember. I do know that I'm a Virgo. I just got okay. a Alexander necklace to solidify it, so it's got to be true. So my sun is in Virgo. My God. my moon is in Sagittarius, and I'm a Scorpio rising. Oh, we have a nice little mix. Okay, for me, I've actually been on a horoscope podcast, and I have to say, I it was the day after I hosted a huge party. So, frankly, I didn't learn anything about myself. And one thing about me is that I never go back and listen to anything that I'm on, whether it's a video that I post or a podcast that I'm on. So I will likely never listen to this episode simply because I hate listening to myself talk, which is insane for someone who talks a lot and expects other people to listen, but I didn't learn anything because my brain was complete mush. But I think if I went back and listened to that episode about my entire like, you know, horoscope sitch, then I would probably learn a lot of things. But tell me what I tell me what I am. Am I cool? Am I fun? Am I mysterious? Like what does that say about me?
1: Yes, you are So all the above, obviously. But from the purpose of your like Zodiac, I think I know a lot of um, women in Virgo and they are always just the baddest bitches in my life. Like my mom, um, I'm going to brag about my mom for a little bit because like-
0: Nothing I love more than bragging about my mom and hearing people brag about their moms.
1: Absolutely. Actually, my next question is going to have to be like, tell me about your mom. So my mom, she is just like, boss bitch like she's like we're going to be talking about another boss bitch this episode but i feel like my mom might be even better. um she is a lawyer she's had her own practice for like i don't know almost 30 years i definitely just dated her i'm sorry mom for that um <laughs> <laughs> to all my friends you're still 38 um and she is a law professor and she's also the ceo of a nonprofit and i think oh, like the God, fact man. that does she, she have- does
0: time.
1: She she doesn't. And like I'm just like she's such a bad bitch and it's like I feel like that's why I always keep myself busy. Um so yeah, Pippa, I want to hear about your mom.
0: Okay, I will absolutely tell you about my mom. I was actually just on the phone with her for like an hour today, which we normally don't get that much of a chance to talk as much, but now that the sun's back out and I'm like going on my after work walks, so I have more time to chat on the phone with her. So my mom is a saint. If you ask anyone that knows her, she's a literal saint. Um, she literally donated a kidney. If that tells you anything, she.
1: Oh my god. She, yeah,
0: she's adorable. She's she's a Pinterest mom, and she doesn't even have Pinterest. She's a children's book illustrator. She's from Alabama. She makes the most amazing food in the world. My parents moved to, back to Alabama when I was a freshman in college. I grew up like outside of Chicago, and so they moved back. They live in this teeny tiny town in Alabama now. Like they get their mail delivered by boat, which is just hysterical to me. Um, and now they live the life of retirees without having been retired. Um, But yeah, I mean, she's just the cutest little thing. She's the most phenomenal cook. She's just the sweetest soul. I mean, she's the most hospitable person in the world. All my friends are obsessed with her. She's just like the warmest, person alive, absolute hugest heart ever, but she's also incredibly hardworking. I mean, I have a handicapped dad. She takes care of him. She, I mean, she's an actual saint in ta- on top of being like the funniest person in the room, everyone's favorite friend. Like she's, I cannot say enough good things about this woman. She's amazing. I love her to death. I'm very lucky to have a mom like her. All my friends say I'm the luckiest girl in the world. And I think they're right. She's an angel
1: she sounds like a literal saint Uh, you know what she sounds like she sounds like a warm cup of hot chocolate on a cold winter's day
0: no that is like very spot on I mean she is just the best but she's also like so silly and so funny like she doesn't take anything seriously but she's so like nose to the grindstone acts of service just like so sweet and she like called me today she's not an emotional person either which is very funny because she's very warm and like so loving but she's not emotional and she called me today and she was like you know I really miss you like I wish you'd come home for Easter and I was like okay when you say that like I know you mean it so I know I need to come home so I'm flying home now a month from now I'm going home for Easter because um, I know when she says things like that like that's when it's time like I need to I need to do these things
1: absolutely I mean that acts of service that she does for other this is an act of service that you're doing for her and that's just so beautiful
0: I know she's an angel she's an actual angel I love talking about my mom
1: I honestly same page but I want to hear a little bit more about you too so um, what's your favorite type of cheese
0: oh my favorite type of cheese okay so I love a really really aged sharp Wisconsin cheddar um huge fan I also love just like a good creamy brie classic gal
1: absolutely um like I, I love Brie. I think Brie is just like. There's this one TikToker. I, I don't. I only saw this one video of hers, but she is a fashion gal, and uh, she basically did like a series on outfits that different cheeses would wear and brie Wait, was oh like my God,
0: i saw that video
1: right and brie like no offense to the other cheeses they are all wonderful but brie ate and left no crumbs
0: <laughs> no completely i i can't even remember which creator it was but i do distinctly remember that video and it was so good
1: right so i it's just like i i also like having like people on who are also like on tiktok as much as i am sometimes because then it's like oh i can make a reference and not sound also like for you page alignment i think is so huge because sometimes i'll talk to my friends and i'll make a reference and they're like what are you talking about? And look at me like I have four foreheads, and I'm like,
0: oh no, completely. And especially like for someone who's so perpetually online, like I am, my FYP goes in some whack directions. So sometimes I'll be making a reference and same thing. my friends will look at me and be like, "Are we on the same internet? And we probably not at this point, to be quite frank.
1: <laughs> I completely agree. Um actually, well, speaking of TikTok, who's your like top three creators right now? like favorite? Um, okay,
0: well, I'm an Emily Mariko stand first and foremost. She is my best friend. I'm obsessed with her. Like, I will say to my friends, I need to go check up on my best friend. And they know that I'm going to go stalk Emily Mariko. I check her several times a day. I'm typically, like, catching her videos within the first few minutes that they're posted. I love her. I love Emily Mariko till the day I die. Who else am I obsessed with? Oh, Hal Baddy. Do you watch Hal Baddy?
1: No, I don't. I, I feel well, like
0: check in. Oh, Miles, I have so many videos to send you after this. Halabadi is my favorite. I she is an international queen right now. She's actually in New York, and I'm freaking out because I'm pretty sure she lives in Turkey. But she's the best. I love Halabadi. Like, cannot put into words how much I admire her. She she's the one who goes um, around saying she's she's on her Met Gala behavior. Have you ever seen her?
1: Ah, oh, that sounds so familiar.
0: She rocks a selfie stick. She pretty much is like strutting through Turkey and having men by her lunches. I, I love Hal Baddy. I love Emily Mariko. And then, oh my God, who else am I obsessed with? Like the whole thing is, I'm so perpetually online. But I'm like, who are my favorite? Let me like quickly take a little scrollaroo through my following tab because I know that I've got faves. Like I just know that I do. I, oh.
1: I totally get that, and I love Emily. Emily, oh my gosh, I can't speak. I love <laughs> Emily Mariko too. Um, shameless plug. If y'all haven't listened to the I just want to be Emily Mariko episode, which was doing numbers, like y'all were eating that one up. um, Go back, re-listen to it because I literally just want to be her. Like, I want to have my life together. I want to go have dinner at French Laundry. I want to have a like five carat sapphire on my finger or blue diamond or whatever it is. Like, I I literally just want to be her. Like,
0: No, she, she genuinely is so soothing to me. And I love the food she cooks. Like, and I, I, I love to cook. I really do. Like, it's not like I'm in awe of the fact that she knows how to make herself a meal. I just, for some reason, she scratches that itch in my brain. I love her to death. She's so interesting. Like, and the whole thing is I love how she just does not interact. Like she's not here to create a community. She is here to put her shit out into the world and go on with her merry way. I love it. Like she's not pretending to do anything. She doesn't have to do. She's the best.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then. I, I'm just going to throw one of mine in there, too, while you're uh, looking for your third. I am so obsessed with Drew Affolo. Um Oh,
0: my God. Yes. Obsessed.
1: I, Drew, Biebs, if you're listening, like. DM me. Um, I I always like shamelessly like tell people to DM me. Like I know that they're not going to be listening to this, but I'm like I'm like oh Robert Pattinson DM me. Like um, just in the one hope that maybe like a friend of a friend of a friend listens and then sends it to all of those friends that I'm aforementioned. But Drew, she's just she's killing the game.
0: Oh my I, god, I obsessed with Drew. I mean, every time I hear her little cackle, I'm like oh I'm buckling up.
1: Oh absolutely. Like I feel like. Every time she cackles, like a little bit of life force is added to me. Like I
0: know. She just does it for the girlies. I love her so much.
1: She's fantastic.
0: Okay. I found my third person. I'm ready. So it's EJ Marcus. Their handle is EJ Having Fun. Um, I'm not sure if you've ever had their videos show, shown up on your FYP, but I'm obsessed with them. They do the videos. They're like, your minimalist millennial sister helping helps you buy new clothes. Um, your friend with the... Uh, main character complex is leaving you a voicemail they do also do the videos of like oh the Santa Monica dad is picking up his kids from preschool something about EJ they're just like the funniest fucking person in the world they're like it's very much my specific type of humor that I just love oh my god beyond obsessed highly recommend looking them up they just every time I see them on my FYP I have to go back and like watch five of my favorite videos of theirs it's so funny so so funny
1: they look hilarious. I'm definitely going to check them out. Um, yeah, I'm just looking at like the the stills right now. And it definitely sounds like my type of content. Like, I think someone else who does like content like that. I think her handle is like Lady Asina or something like that. She was the one who was doing, doing like the Twilight ones. Like she was like, oh, Jasper from Twilight does something. And it's like her like holding her breath and like putting on the yellow eyes. It. Actually makes me like laugh out loud. Um, oh my god,
0: I'd love it all to look her up.
1: Absolutely. Um, and then I guess like those were kind of like my main rapid fire questions. Is there just like anything you're dying to share?
0: I mean, I can guess. I guess I can give you like my general stats. You know, like sort of thing. Like you know, social security number. Give me like yes. ten minutes, and I will give that to you. I actually tell a lot of people my social security number because frankly, like, what are they going to do with it? Um, but I'll tell you that off the air. But I guess I can tell you I'm 25 and a half years old. I live in the East Village in New York City. Um, I moved here back in May. Before this, I lived in Charleston, South Carolina. So, you know, a little bit of a pivot. Um, I'm a culinary publicist. So I rep like chefs and restaurants and food brands. Um, And yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all that there is to know about me. I don't have a ton going on, but that is like my general stats.
1: Amazing. And I love the fact that you're so willing to share your social security number. I'm not going to do anything with it. I'm very excited yeah, to hear okay. about like, that.
0: Genuinely, what would people do with it? It, you know, They're not going to know what to do. I don't even know what to do with it.
1: Oh, I, I definitely don't know what to do with it either. So I, I really want to hear it. Um, <laughs>
0: well, but my party trick is telling people my social security number.
1: That's a fun party trick. My party trick is... Ripping tequila shots. Um,
0: Oh, You are bolder than I am. I, I will throw up when I take tequila shots specifically. Once I took a tequila shot and my friend's boyfriend had bought it for me because I was having a bad night. I was like a senior in college and he was like, oh, it's okay. Just shots for everyone, shots for everyone. I took it and I'm not a tequila girl as much as I would love to be. I'm more of like a vodka gin sort of situation. I took the shot and I already knew before I took it because I could smell it. It was just like one of those like bottom, bottom rack kind of tequilas, like bad, bad shit. And so I smelled it and my stomach is already starting to like do flips and I took it and then I immediately threw it up all over my friend's boyfriend's arm. And he was oddly like too good of a sport about it. And I was like, you, you should be a little grossed out. It's a little strange that you're being so nonchalant about this whole situation. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: That is amazing. That's iconic. Like, I feel like if I want any type of reputation, I kind of do want to be known as that person who threw up on someone else and they didn't get mad about it.
0: Well, that's the thing. I was like, I feel like almost like it's a little American psycho how fine you are about this. Like, (laughs) he really just, you know, kind of swiped it off his arm. He was like, it's so fine. And I was like, oh, I don't know if it is, dude. That's a little gross. And he was like, oh, like, it's totally fine. I saw him the next weekend and he brought it up he was like, I hope you weren't embarrassed. It was totally fine. I was like, you can be a little grossed out. It was pretty gross. I mean, I'm not that much of a, you know, someone who gets grossed out by much of anything. But I mean, if someone threw up warm tequila onto my arm on like a random Friday, I'd be a little geeked out. But he was like a little too lax about the whole situation. I'm going to be totally honest. I mean, maybe if he was
1: buying tequila shots, like this wasn't his first radio. I
0: guess so. And I guess it's maybe par for the course
1: yeah (laughs) maybe so i oh my gosh yeah i'm definitely more of a tequila and vodka person um gin can i I would probably have the same reaction like the same reaction that you had to tequila that would be me with gin
0: oh my god yeah no i mean i'm not necessarily ripping shots of gin but like you know desperate times call for desperate measures life is crazy
1: i I mean absolutely i think Anytime that I had gin, it was like a desperate time where I had nothing else available. Um, I can't think of a time where I willingly ordered gin, <laughs> but I've been given gin. If that makes right. sense,
0: right? You're like, oh, all of a sudden now I am drinking this gin,
1: right? It's like I. It's like I was at this frat house in Canada. Um, very weird venue but like
0: i didn't even know that they had frats in canada i'm gonna to be totally honest
1: yeah <laughs> i was at I, I think it was sigma chi in canada um i was like a little baby um i had just turned 19 um but i was legal there so that was fine uh still don't know how i ended up at a frat house but i ran out of alcohol because when i was 19 i didn't really know like anything outside of like vodka so I bought these Arbor Mist wine bottles. And if you've ever had Arbor Mist, it's like glorified juice. It's like 3.5% oh, so ABV. Right?
0: Oh, my <laughs> God. That is so, so gross.
1: Yeah. So, it, but it literally just tastes like juice. So I drank it so quickly. And then I was like, well, I'm out. So then my, I think I was friends with someone at the frat house. Again, now this is coming back to me. And they went and got me a drink. And it was a gin and tonic. And I was like, oh. Well, I guess she will do.
0: Right. It's like, this is what's being handed to me. I am at a frat house. It's not like there's many options. So (laughs) this we got to roll with. It's not like I can
1: really ask for like a glass of Prosecco right now.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. Right. Exactly. Like it's, it's very much like a beggars can't be choosers kind of situation.
1: Exactly. So yeah, that's my relationship with that. But Pippa, I was creeping on you earlier and I saw... That you posted a video a couple weeks ago and it gained a bit of traction. And now <laughs> it's like everyone is doing this now. And I kind of wish that I would do this with some of my things in my life. So I want to talk about your hard launch series.
0: Oh, yes, the hard launch. So as I'll give you a little background. So essentially, The whole concept of a hard launch, we all because we all hear about the soft launch, right? You know, it's like when you're ready to soft launch, say it's someone that you're dating, right? When you start to soft launch someone that you're dating, you kind of like breadcrumb them on your social media. So, you know, like you'll post a picture of a meal and there's two plates. And then one day you're out to coffee and you see someone's hand holding the coffee cup, but you're not showing face, right? And then all of a sudden it's a situation, you know, like you're at a wedding or you're, you know it's a special occasion. That's when you finally post the couple photo, right? So right. That, that's when you'll like hard launch after the soft launch, but it very much like is a soft launch kind of opening You're breadcrumbing along. People know that something's up. You're probably getting a few DMS being like, "Oh, like who's the man's like, what's going on. So, um, the concept of a hard launch is pretty much the exact opposite. So in the video, if you've seen it or not, it has about a million views. So like it, you know, it's not the most viral thing in the world, but it has gained some traction. It keeps on having that thing where, you know, when you have a viral video and then it keeps like picking back up and
1: picking yep. back up.
0: So it's actually <laughs> one of those kind of resurgences like right now, um, because it had an initial pickup. It got like 300,000 views. And then it had another pickup like two weeks later that it got another like, you know, 600,000 views. And that's when it got to a million and now it's kind of like picking back up. But so essentially the concept of the hard launch is I was like, I don't want to soft launch anything anymore. I want to hard launch everything. Like you're never going to see a sneaky hand photo at a cafe. You're just going to see a 10 year wedding anniversary post. And you're never going to see, you know, me and my husband holding like an ultrasound or whoever um, you're just going to see my, you know, toddler's third birthday party. Like you're going straight to the hard launch and you're going way down the line. Like, I don't want anyone to know th- anything about my life until it's far too late. Like, I want to stay mysterious. And I told it it just did an awful job at explaining my own video concept. But as I mentioned earlier, I never listened back to my own content. So as it goes. Um, so that's essentially the hard launch is like, you know, pretty much you're sharing the news. Once it's way down the line, you're not breadcrumbing. You are just telling people like, this is my shit. You're not just like, you know, you're not giving anyone any hints, right? So the whole thing is about the hard launch of it all is that I am such a terrible hard launcher. I love to overshare so you're probably going to get a lot of secrets out of me during this podcast recording. I, oh, I don't share just about anyone just because I think my own life's fodder is my assets. So I, I love to share, like, I love to share. I love to chit chat away. Um, yeah. But the thing is with a hard launch is it's the exact opposite. And I guess if, if anything, like if we're getting real and anal- analytical with the idea of a hard launch to soft launch, I mean, I guess anyone that doesn't have social media is consistently hard launching their life, right? Like it's, You know, the the whole concept of a hard launch is you have to be on social media. But I think from this perspective is that I've kind of learned, you know, people can be nosy up to like a little bit of a concerning extent sometimes. Um, My very first viral video was about my personal life and like, you know, a situation I had with my ex-boyfriend. And so my first like entry onto the internet of TikTok and like, you know, people prying whatever was about my personal life. It was like at a very vulnerable point in my life. And it was just, it was very strange. It was very odd. And at the time, like I didn't have any followers on TikTok. I didn't think anyone would see it. And so, you know, people were very excited to have answers. And so I think now I don't even want to provide situations where people can ask questions. I only want to provide the answers. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, I totally get that. I think that's one thing that a lot of people who don't necessarily like post don't realize is that your life kind of becomes on public display whether or not you wanted to Mm -hmm. and I much rather just like no questions
0: just this is what I'm telling you exactly like I think people also feel very inclined to things about your life whether you're on the internet or not which I mean that's part of building relationships is like telling people what's going on with you but I mean I feel like once you have even like more than two sets of your of eyes on like your social media like I'm a nosy person by nature so for me like I love it when people are soft launching their own shit but I think for myself I've decided that a hard launch is my next move like I just would love to just enter the world and be like oh this is my news like I'm not gonna just give you any insights to what's going on and and I like would tell people like, Oh, I'm dating someone. You're just never going to see their face. Like it's that kind of vibe. Like that's what I want to go for just because at this point, I think it's so much more fun to keep the cards close to my chest because And also, like, just to have that completely separate to yourself. Like, I just think that's so much fun. I know there was this one YouTuber I used to watch. I think her name's Keaton Keaton Milburn, maybe? She had a boyfriend for, like, three years that no one knew about. And then one day she just posted. She's like, oh, yeah, by the way, this is my boyfriend of however many years. Like, I love that. I think that is amazing, especially when for her, her livelihood was her life. So, you know, her job was to share so much about herself. And I feel like also sometimes once you share any aspects about your personal life, then people expect that to become who you are in your content, like whatever it is. Um, and people forget like that, you know, a person is separate from their personal life. And so, I don't know. I think the hard launch is so funny. And I thought that what was so funny about that video in the first place is that I am terrible at a hard launch because I love to overshare. But the even better part about that video is if you go into the comment section, so many people shared so many secrets with me in that comment section. They were like, oh, yeah, like I've been married to someone for two years and even my parents don't know. And I'm going to post like a five year anniversary post. And I was like, what the fuck? Like there's so many secrets in that comment section.
1: I'm like creeping through the comment section right now. And, I mean, that's hilarious. And I'm, like, the same way where I'm a very big overshare. Like, you'll meet me and it's, like, you'll know, like, way too much about me, uh, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. within, like, a couple hours. And it's, like, something that I'm, like, oh. Like, I I feel like the whole, like, concept of, like, the mysterious, like, cool person. Like, I aspire to be that, but I'm not that in any given sense of the word um, or words collective words oh, yeah, um, like
0: I'm the exact opposite of a manic pixie dream girl because I'm so fucking loudmouthed. like I think someone commented and they were like I would love to be mysterious but I can't shut the fuck up and that's pretty much me so that's why it's so funny that that is a video of mine that is blown up because I don't follow my own rules like I'm not hard launching anything it's because I just talk too much I might not post about it but I will tell everyone everything all the time
1: I I remember I thought I was so sneaky. So, I'm in grad school. Um I've mentioned it on here so it's not a secret. Um at least not to like the listeners. There's other people like I didn't really post anything on like Instagram or like Facebook or like anything like that. So it's like I felt like I was being so sneaky when I'd be like, "Oh yeah, classes are so hard." Like trying to like soft launch it, trying to be like mysterious but also like wanting someone to ask me about it. I'm like so like kind of like crazy in the sense that I don't want to have people ask me questions about anything, but also sometimes I kind of like have that desire of like, yeah, ask me about it so I can talk about it. Like I don't want to just give it to you up (laughs) front.
0: Right. The whole concept of being mysterious and hard launching is almost completely moot unless you breadcrumb just a tad. So like the concept of saying like, oh yeah, like I have a husband, you just don't know who it is. Or like I, you know, may or may not be pregnant, but like, who's to say if I'm going to have twins, like, you know, so it's almost more fun to heart launch, like, with just a single breadcrumb, you know, it's like, oh, like, I just went on, you know, say a 10th date. It's like, with who? It's like, I don't know. I don't know who it is. So I don't know. I mean, the whole concept is very funny to me. Like, I, you know, it's weird with what picks up on the internet, and what does not, But especially for the heart launch video, because I don't follow my own advice at all.
1: You, you don't, but it sounds like people are. And you posted a video, was it today, that someone hard-launched their baby?
0: Oh, yeah. I've had several people tag me in the hard-launch of their children. So one woman commented on the, very, on the first video and said, like, I'm pregnant. No one knows. I'm not married. Um, and I'll tag you when I give birth. And I was like, okay. I didn't think she would actually do it because, you know, I feel like sharing the birth of your child, your first child – uh, you know, it was pretty big news, but nope. a few weeks later, she had the kid, she tagged me and she literally captioned it hashtag like, hard launch. So that already happened. And that video also got some traction just because people were like, holy shit, I can't believe that she actually did it because it was very funny. Um, and then, yeah, today I get a DM from this girl and she, first she just sent me a video that said hi I, or, or a, a message that said hi. And I was like, Hey, what's up? I thought it was kind of a bot situation and I was just going to humor it for a little bit. Um, and then she sends me a screenshot of her Instagram story cause she's private. So I couldn't even see it until she sent it to me, but yeah, she hard launched her baby. So yeah, I posted that on TikTok too. So people are using me to hard launch their children now. So I hope it keeps rolling. Cause I think it's hysterical. I love pe- knowing people's business because I am eternally nosy, even if I don't know that people exist until they tag me in, you know, the birth of their children. But what cracks me up about the whole thing is that, you know, if people that follow them tap on my name. Then you're going to show up on my page and they're probably like, who's this random 20 something year old girl and why is she attached to, you know, your child's birth announcement? Like, what does she have to do with anything? And I think that's what the funniest part is to me.
1: I completely agree. It's like you're being apportioned to this really intimate portion of like someone's life um, where they're sharing it with the world finally. And it's like, okay, here I am.
0: Oh, exactly. Like, who's this random girl? And now I'm involved. I, I mean, I think it's so funny.
1: Oh, I completely agree. So it sounds like, you know, you've had a lot of like, success with the hard launch series. It sounds like you're girl bossing. I'm so like excited to kind of see like how many other things get hard launched with you. But before the show, we were talking about another girl boss, um, not my mom, Um, who's also a girl boss. But we were talking about the one and only Anna Delvey. And oh my God.
0: One of my favorite girl bosses.
1: She's just fucking iconic.
0: <laughs> no, she, she really truly is. She's in, she's in this age of girl bosses. I feel like also there's a lot of girl boss media right now. I mean, there's the dropout about Elizabeth Holmes. I mean, there's Julia Fox, who I think has girl boss her way into a Birkin and straight out of the relationship. Like it is the year of the girl boss. And also, I mean, Anna Delvey, we have to remember Anna Delvey and Julia Fox are, quite close to friends, so I love that now all of this is tying back together.
1: Oh absolutely. And um speaking of Anna Delvey, um I, I just kinda like was curious what she's up to. She was released from ice custody today.
0: Wait, literally today? When?
1: Like four hours ago is when the story broke.
0: Oh no way. Good for her. Where's she off to next? Uh she's being deported to Germany. <laughs> oh my I know she's pissed about that. She hates Germany.
1: I know. Oh my gosh. That's, I feel like this isn't, like, we couldn't have picked a better day to talk about her.
0: Wow. Damn, Anna. That's wild. I, I really thought she was going to kind of hit the New York scene once again.
1: Oh, especially, like, after, like, all this newfound, like, famous success. I feel like, like, the the fake heiress, right, um, portion of her, like, people appealed to that. But now that she's, like, actually, like, a legit famous person, I feel like, oh, my God, she would have made bank.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, she's going to thrive. But I do wonder what her life is going to look like now that she has literally, you know, gone to did she go to jail? Is that what happened? Yeah, she
1: went to jail for four years and then got released in 2021. And then subsequently was picked up by ICE for Mm -hmm. overstaying her visa.
0: Yeah. And so I like genuinely like I thought she was going to kind of hit the town back to New York. But I mean, I wonder if she would even at this point be able to, you know, Profit off of her newfound social media fame. Not that she didn't have followers. Like when all this was happening back in 2015, but obviously it's a different world now. Like people are making way more money on social media. It's just a different landscape. And so I wonder if that's even allowed. It's kind of like the guy who did fire festival. Like he's literally not allowed to find like found any more companies. Like that was in his, um, his whole situation when he was charged for fire festival, they were like, we are literally not letting you found any more companies. No more.
1: Um, as yeah, that's like deserved. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Well, like so interesting. That's like something you're like, they, you've lost your privileges. You can't, you can't be a CEO anymore. I mean, it's just so interesting. The, you know, the things you can't, can't tell people to do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's crazy, but I wanted to just have a quick little chat about Anna because I just finished the show. Before the show, I know that you said that you're in progress, um, but you also said that you are like kind of like an Anna Delvey stan. So, from like your podcast that you've listened to and what you know about her, like tell me like what we love, what what's the vibe with her?
0: So, what I love about Anna Delvey is that it made no sense for everyone to trust her as much as they did. I mean, I as we know, she was super manipulative. She knew the right people. She found the right people, right? Um, and she made those people close to her and she clearly like had this power of persuasion that you absolutely require. Uh, and I think part of that was her demeanor where she was like clearly not a very warm person, frankly, who wants to, you know, tell someone off who's being a dick to them. Right. And I think she was a little bit of a dick, but the whole thing with Delvey is, I think when it comes to, you know, making friends, building your social circles, like, you know, we're all kind of at the we're all just like, yeah, for sure. Like you just kind of believe the things that people tell you, of course. Like if you're meeting some like girl with whack hair who tells you she's an heiress, then yeah, I'm probably gonna, gonna believe her. I would never have lent her money. I can stand by that. But like, I probably would have believed her. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it really just shows like, if you know the right things to say, you can kind of get what you want. And I mean, here's the thing. I'm not saying I've ever scammed anyone, but sometimes like when you want certain things you know to pick certain words like certain buzzwords so like for example if you like want like an upgrade on a flight just be like hey yeah i was just curious like you know i'm willing to pay but if you have something like for free like you don't want to pay but you could say that i'm willing to pay right and who knows maybe they're having like a nice day and they upgrade you that's like a really horrible example that's never actually happened to me but um I just feel like it kind of shows that people are willing to kind of like engage with one people that they think are important and two people who know the right things to say. Because one thing that I noticed, and you'll probably see this in the show, it's like not a big scene or anything, but she pays compliments like to kind of get what she wants. So, and I think a lot of people do that, right? It's like, oh, you want better service at a restaurant. Oh, love that watch you're wearing. Like start out with that, right? (laughs)
0: Oh yeah. Like she definitely knew how to do the compliment sandwich. Like she really, really knew. And I mean, it seems like she just, it's so interesting because she wasn't raised within this incredibly wealthy society. So I'm intrigued as to how she realized like that was the way that she needed to act because I feel like that's a learned behavior. Right. But I mean, clearly she had this power of observation and she was able to just, you know, kind of skirt a lot of questions. And the whole thing is, I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty altruistic person and I expect that from other people. Like I'm not someone who expects to see. Right. And I think that's really what it comes down to with Anna Delvey is like, people were like, well, why would this, you know, German heiress lie to me? Like that seems pretty whack. Like she's been staying here long enough. It seems to make sense. She's doing all the shit. But have you ever read that article? I'm pretty sure it was in the cut about, um, it was both Anna Delvey and Elizabeth Holmes. And it was like the power of hair And how Anna Delvey and Elizabeth Holmes both had shitty hair. And it was like Anna Delvey's hair should have given her away. Like that should have been the dead giveaway that her hair was so ratty. And like it was never kept. She never had a blowout. Like she never looked like she had her hair together. And that should have been the giveaway that she was not the person that she said she was.
1: Absolutely. I haven't read that article, but I did like creep on. And I mean, I guess this was a slightly different circumstance, but I was creeping on like the Anna Delvey court looks uh, page. Oh, and my God. It's just iconic. Um, but yeah, her hair was always like kind of like brittle and like broken and just like looked dead. Like it. And also there, there's like this meme out right now and it's like, how did she fool anyone? And it's a, it's a picture of her and, rachel like the real life rachel um and she's wearing this like horizontal striped black and white dress um and everyone's like wait she was like the epitome of fashion we don't get this
0: <laughs> oh i know like she literally looked so basic she wore the outfit that every single person in the universe was wearing but i mean th- that picture is so funny to me because i think we all had that outfit it was like a wet seal dress you could probably get it for 4.99 I mean, it was the most basic, like, I think they were called, like, a a circle skirt or something like that. I mean, just truly the most unmodern thing in the world, and I definitely had, like, 12 of them, Um, (laughs) which is so bad. And then she had, like, designer, you know, gladiator sandals. Just so bad.
1: Yeah, I think it's, it's so funny because, like, I feel like looking back, it's, like, I guess you have to kind of acknowledge the time because back whenever she was, like, really, like, influencing and like all that not influencing but like kind of doing that it was like whenever lily pulitzer was also like the hottest thing to grab as oh well. my
0: god lily pulitzer that what a time in history
1: i know right the chokehold that it had on the south plus like the northeast was insane
0: oh my god i mean truly like the lily pulitzer chokehold had me in its grasp in Chicago like no one was wearing lily plitzer except for me but my parents are southern so like I knew of it because when I would go see my cousins or like spend time with my family like they all had it and I wore it as a kid like I've I've been wearing it since I was really little and also like my grandma knew like the lily plitzer when she was younger and so like she knew it from like forever ago when they were like in their 20s so I mean I love the culture-like aspect of Lily Blitzer. I think it's hilarious. However, it is so fugly. Like, why was I dressing like a PTA mom when I was 17? And nobody (laughs) else was. That was the thing. It's not like I had, like, influence from my friends. Like, that was just a me situation, wearing the ugliest effing skirt you've ever seen in the suburbs of Chicago when it was, like, you know, negative 10 degrees outside. I looked insane.
1: I love this. Honestly, like, if you're... (laughs) I would love to see a TikTok video from you of just like highlighting like any because I don't know why. I don't know you that well, but I feel like you have like documentation of your life.
0: Oh my God. The whole thing is like, I wish I had more, but also like I'm someone that takes terrible care of their phones. And so pretty much every time I I, of course never back anything up because hot girls never save their evidence. So I don't ever have my photos saved. I've lost so many photos to just like the relics of me breaking my phones, but I bet I can go back and find some like whack shit that I post on Facebook because I literally dressed like a 40 year old. It was very much in that like situation when it was like there you know there were a few trends at the time that you could kind of go down the path of but i was going down like the keel james patrick sarah keel james patrick like the vineyard vines like i literally dressed like a republican it was so fucked up and (laughs) i had this deep ass side part i would wear like a red limp, lip tint to school. I looked insane. Like I literally dressed like I was 40. There was no reason for it whatsoever. But at the time I was like, guess who's fitted at school? Like that would be me. And it, it makes no sense. But I, you know, I, you've inspired me. I need to deep dive my social media because there is some cringy shit that I know that I was doing. So there has to be proof of it.
1: It's so funny because I sometimes I don't think we recognize how much stuff there is of us on the internet. So. Uh, my birthday was just a couple weeks ago, and my friend tagged me in a picture or a video from 12 years ago, and it's us, like, I, I guess maybe back then there was this thing called, like, the saltine challenge, where you just eat a bunch of saltine crackers. Um
0: Wait, and really it turns out your mouth, right? And you, like, can't drink any water? Is yeah. that what it is?
1: Yep, exactly. So I guess my friend and I took a video of us doing it, and it's the stupidest video. It's, like, two minutes long of us stuffing saltine crackers into our mouths. But I didn't even know that video of me existed, like, period, versus existed on the internet to be consumed by other people.
0: Oh, my God. Well, that's the thing, because we also would upload it to YouTube at the time, which seems very evergreen.
1: I... I don't think I've ever confessed this on this podcast. Like, like I said, I'm an overshare. Um, but me starting on TikTok was not the first time I was an influencer. Um, so when you You said said, like like, a
0: secret fan fiction, YouTube account or something,
1: not, not fan fiction. Um, so when I was, what year was it? I think back in 2007, that's when I started. Um, I used to write Club Penguin Cheats on the internet. And I Wait, was like, I used
0: to watch those, Miles. I don't know if they were yours, but I watched those religiously.
1: I had that. I would make like, music videos using my club penguin character. Like they would like I would type the word and I edit it. It was so awful. Um
0: if you like, posted those on TikTok right now, like the the music video ones, you would blow up in a heartbeat. Those are like my favorite kinds of videos. My background I, is literally Club Penguin right now with two penguins dressed up like jwow and Snooky writing the letter.
1: I, I oh my God,
0: i lo- <laughs> That's like, oh my God. I swear to God, I love this shit. I mean like I'm obsessed with sylvanian drama and that is pretty much the same thing.
1: Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I might have to, I might have to grab a screen grab from like one of my videos, but I was, yeah, I was like a famous penguin on club penguin. Like I had a fan club. I had fan blogs. Um,
0: Wait, you had a fan blog for your penguin.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Were you a member? Huh?
0: Were you a member?
1: Of, Of club penguin?
0: Like, did you pay to be a member? I didn't get to pay.
1: Um. Actually, yeah, I did pay. I asked for it for Christmas because that's when I was scaling my blog. I, I say it like so in such business terms. I was like really young, and all I wanted for Christmas was a renewal on my Club Penguin membership. And then also, I wanted to own the rights uh, to my name on Club Penguin. So, my parents is got so me okay. a domain.
0: Wait, what was your club penguin name?
1: It's funny thing. It's the same thing as my like social media nowadays. It was (laughs) Mileski.
2: Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's big give week is back. What
0: if you discovered you could move between the worlds of dreams and real life? That's the story of Dream Breachers, where Evan wakes up on his 12th birthday and realizes that something he dreamt about the night before had actually happened. With the help of his friends, a reappearing stranger, and a mysterious organization called the Dream Academy, Evan will discover what it means to be a dream breacher. Dream Breachers is a high-stakes sci-fi mystery adventure about the highs and lows of having all your dreams come true, and is perfect for kids ages 8 to 12. If that sounds like a dream to you, you're in luck. You can listen to Dream Breachers now, wherever you get your podcasts. oh my god wait you need to find the fan blogs because that's hysterical
1: i i will send them to you after the show i'm pretty sure i could find it pretty easily
0: um them in the show notes because i feel like the world needs to see this
1: you're you're right i should everyone should see this
0: <laughs> you literally had fan blogs but i watched those cheap videos a lot and i was actually thinking about this quite literally yesterday because Brittany broski is making this video series which if i'm obsessed with Brittany broski i think she is the person most deserving of fame on the internet. I adore her. I think she is so funny. But so she's been doing this video series where she like reverts backwards. So she made a video about Club Penguin. She made a video about Webkins. But so I was watching her Club uh, Penguin video yesterday and I was thinking about Club Penguin and like my time on the website because I spent a shit ton of time on Club Penguin as you did you, obviously. And I was obsessed with... Um, being a spy was it was it a spy yeah
1: being a spy
0: <laughs> yeah and like doing all of the uh missions and things like that and it was so like timely and so when you need to be timely for being a spy i would watch tea videos because i would need to get them done in a certain amount of time so that i could scale up and like solve the mysteries and so i'd watch cheap videos i wonder if i watched any of yours
1: you you very well might have okay so i <laughs> i actually found the, the the site. Um, I'm gonna send it in the chat. Um, if you want to oh, look at yeah. it in real time.
0: Wait, I'm so um, excited. Oh, wait, stop! Not the WordPress.com.
1: Hey, the WordPress.com.
0: Oh my! How much do you know about Mileski? You're you're lying.
1: I'm dead serious, and this wasn't even me. This was like a complete like stranger. Um, which was so funny.
0: They planned you a surprise birthday party. Oh. <gasps> Oh, wait, this is insane. I I genuinely wonder if I was a part of this community because I was (laughs) – I was like obsessed with all of these things. And like I had like I was friends with a few famous penguins. It was a pretty big deal. Who is Mileski? Mileski is a Farnos. What is that? Who has really good cheats and glitches for Club Penguin. He's a boy. He really wants to be famous and more. He has lots of good cheats and we need to help him with his website. How can we help? Oh, my God. People were like rounding the table for you. We can help Mileski getting more hits by helping him advertise by going to Club Penguin and saying, search Mileski. You can also go to his website. Uh, top Topix? Is that T-O-P-I-X? Topix? I,
1: I think it was like a forum website where you could go and like promote
0: websites. Oh my God. Wait, this is crazy. Okay. So I'm going to the page, the tab, how much you know about Mileski. Wait, there's a quiz for you. Stop. <laughs> wait, how much you know about Mileski, the best penguin. What is Milesky's favorite shirt? So there's Astro Barrier t-shirt, sundress, and football jersey. I'm going to vote football jersey. Let's see. Oh, shit. I was wrong. Or at least I think so. Oh, my God. This is crazy. How many hits does he have? Two, 100, or 8,000? I'm assuming it's 8,000 because that's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That was it. Wait. What is Miles known for? Being a friend, having a blog, or being rare? I'm going to say being rare. That seems pretty sick, but having a blog is your top hit. Okay. What is miles's web address? www.miles.wordpress.com miles or miles I'm assuming it's going to be wordpress.com because it was just up the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so, Wait, if I was miles friend, what would I give him for his birthday? A lot of WordPress credit, a skateboard or one year membership for club penguin. Wait, this is actually insane, Miles. I think <laughs> this is real.
1: I also just sent you another one, a different fan site. Wait,
0: um <laughs> Are you kidding? You were like, oh my god, this is like Nexium. Wait, oh Miles, how is this real? Oh my hey guys, I made a Twitter account, so now you can find out what I'm doing any time of the day. Okay, I'm Miley fan twenty or three through three in the pages, blah blah blah. So follow me for wired random and sometimes sneak peek updates. Oh my god, the spelling is so funny. Right? Wait, People are planning parties on Club Penguin. People are posting your outfits of the day on Club Penguin. <laughs> like what your Penguin was wearing. So one day you were dressed up. You always had a little fedora on, which is very hilarious to me. Um, one day you were dressed up as a cheerleader in a blue outfit. The next day you're wearing a guitar with your black coat. People literally were posting your your OOTs like you're Emma Chamberlain. <gasps> Wait, this isn't. I can't believe this is real.
1: Yeah. I honestly, I haven't done a deep dive into this portion of my life in a long time. And I'm so happy I'm doing this with you because it's just like, I need someone to like verify, like this actually happened. Like I'm not
0: making this shit up. And this is so funny. (laughs) One of your fan pages, the girl is, is from England. Like she, you crossed the world. A girl named Lily, she was 11 years old. She gave her email address. You should email her miles oh my gosh! you should literally email her i wonder if she still has that it's Mileyfan three 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 underscore underscore rules at yahoo.co.uk she said email her she goes i love miley cyrus aka and montana and demi lovato i really like the band girls Aloud, and quite like jb and mcfly i'm random and weird and my bff is called kate so yeah that's a bit about me see ya what you literally inspired the world
1: I, I still cannot believe that this like existed at any point in my life. Um, <laughs> but
0: that is insane. I cannot believe that they're posting your penguins OOTDs. Right? It's like
1: honestly, eat your heart out, Kylie Jenner house first.
0: <laughs> I mean, frankly, at at that point in my life, I don't think I knew how to take a screenshot. So I am just impressed that Miley three through three fan like knew how to post a screenshot.
1: Honestly, like they they were wilding. Um, I, I
0: cannot believe that this is real. That's this is actually baffling to me.
1: Oh wait, here. I found my website still up. I feel like this is like the the coup d'etat of the um of the websites.
0: Oh my god. I cannot believe oh wait, okay, so this is your WordPress. This one oh, was mine, yeah. You had your own, like you made a header and everything with sick font. Wait, okay, your website had 15,214 hits.
1: Yeah, I was like eight.
0: (laughs) Oh, wait, this is insane. Oh my God. I cannot believe that you did this. You post something fiery is going on in Club Penguin. Black puffles are everywhere. Okay, Miles, I genuinely think I was reading your WordPress because I remember like this whole situation. Fiery items in a fiery scavenger hunt. Eight items, eight different places, but back to the fire. I have proof of black puffles everywhere. Wait. Okay. I genuinely remember this. And you could win like a pizza parlor. Hot. Yes, Miles. I read this page.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> we were my
1: We were just talking before the show about how small of a world this is. This would be even more insane. Of it, it makes the world even smaller.
0: <laughs> Wait. You posted a fake quitting of of your blog. And you no, said, "Hi, hey, it's Mileski here, and I'm just letting you know that I'm quitting. The site has really been going downhill. The hits are staying the same, the same visitors. You literally sound like a YouTube like apology letter right now. <laughs> I'm not positive I'm quitting, but I'm pretty close to. I just feel like no one really cares anymore, especially me. I will leave the site out so I won't be forgotten completely, but I've already faded into black. I haven't been posting because no one visits anymore. I will also still be on Club Penguin, but not as often. If you have any last questions, ask them on this post. Well, this is Mileski signing off for a final time. Goodbye. And then you posted, maybe I bet it was maybe two minutes later. Just kidding. I love this site. Too much to quit. Duh. I just want to see how you'd react so I'm back. Like, that is insane behavior.
1: I was, like, actually gaslighting my readers. <laughs>
0: You genuinely were like, you kind of did what, um, Oh my God, of course I can't remember his name because this doesn't pertain to me, but that very famous football player who quit. And then he oh, was Tom Brady, Tom Brady. He like was like, Oh, I'm quitting football, blah, blah, blah. Men were crying. It was a whole thing. I think Barstool sports pretty much had a day where they went black because everyone's so up Tom Brady's dick hole. But so then today or like yesterday, he's like, up oh, psych. I'm not quitting. I love football. I'm Tom Brady. Like we all knew and no one cares.
1: Yeah, it it's so crazy. Like
0: well, you were you were the original Tom Brady. Wait, this is so funny. I cannot believe that this is real. I genuinely remember reading this blog.
1: Like I said I love to overshare and like some people have been friends with me for years and still don't know about this part of my life. And I just told the entire internet and sent you all the links. So um, I hope that you feel uh, – talk about a hard launch, right?
0: No, genuinely. I'm just – I'm in awe right now because I would use these cheats all the time because that was – since I wasn't a member, then I had to use cheats to get stuff because I couldn't buy things because you could only buy like certain stuff when you weren't a Club Penguin member. Right. So you had to like be very, you know, particular – And figure out what actually worked and you know that was how you got outfits and that's how you got swag and that's how you got like stuff for your puffles like i had to be a good puffle mom but i couldn't do that because my mom refused to give me any money to spend on club penguin rightfully so i mean i think that's fair but also looking back it was probably you know ten dollars oh and you also oh my god you did this twice where you pretended to quit you were like i'm thinking of quitting the website why not a lot of hits Feeling unappreciated, getting bored <laughs> on no comments, I'll still be on club penguin, but not as much. I don't know. And then you post again, I decided I'm not quitting. Like you are genuinely gaslighting your readers. The moment <laughs> you saying that you're gonna quit, you got I, comments on that one.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it it's so funny because oh my gosh, I posted this on Christmas too. Wow. Um,
0: Oh my God, you must have been having a really hard Christmas. You clearly were like craving attention that day, but (laughs) someone commented, they were like, no, you're the best uh, penguin ever. Please, please, please don't quit. All my classmates talk about how freaking awesome you are and I advertised a lot. I told my classmate I advertised on Club Penguin on top to topics chat room come on don't quit please don't quit no never check any other settings except for this one for updates in club penguin that are actually worth looking at you're the best friend i ever had don't quit oh wait this is insane
1: yeah like
0: (laughs) i I feel like we're like very 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 dedicated to you and
1: (laughs) i honestly i'm like at a loss for words because like I think one thing that I took into my creator style whenever I was growing on TikTok is that I really wanted to build a community and maybe it's just like subconsciously I was just like I had such a dedicated following whenever I was like on Club Penguin like maybe I was just trying to like get that like that feeling back
0: now you just need to tell people that you're quitting tiktok like every other day and then immediately posting and just being like psych i'm not i was just gonna see how you're gonna react which is so funny that you immediately like outed yourself being like i just wanted a reaction out of you like it's not like you were like i was kidding just for good fun like you clearly wanted the reaction you said that out front which i think is so funny
1: i'm i'm literally so dramatic and like I will, like, I used to be notorious, like, in high school for leaving group chats. Like, oh, if I was just, like, in no. a weird mood, I'd just leave the chat. And then it was always for attention. It was just more so I wanted to stir the pot and see if anyone would reach out and be like, why'd you leave the chat? Like,
2: By I didn't thing, have to. Did something
0: happen? Are you okay? Like,
1: <laughs> and then, like, when I was, like, younger, I was such a patho. Like, it was insane. Um, This was, like, One of the only things I was really truthful about when I was a kid, but I remember one time I got grounded for an entire summer and I told my friends, they were like, Oh my God, we haven't been able to reach you like all summer. And I was like, yeah, sorry. I was skiing in Switzerland in the Alps all summer.
0: I also (laughs) need to know how you got grounded for an entire summer.
1: Oh my gosh. That was, (laughs) so basically the story was, um, I was friends with this kid and this is so brutal and this was so catty. Um, and I'm not this person anymore, but um, I did what I had to fucking do. <laughs> um, so, so I, I, thing.
0: Person, but I regret nothing. <laughs>
1: Literally, like I did what I needed to do. So basically I was friends with this kid. Um, and he thought that I was like talking shit about him, which I actually wasn't. Um obviously that changed real quick um whenever he accused. Yeah. So then he started like spreading like false shit about me to like you know, different people I was friends with saying that I was talking shit about them. Honestly, I wasn't even in my shit talking phase. Like I was very like, I was literally Switzerland. I was so neutral about everything. Um, but he was talking shit and I had a little bit more influence. So um, <laughs> basically.
0: You're like, I have a very popular WordPress website. I would watch your mouth.
1: Oh, this was like freshman year of high school. So this was a couple years after. But I, I knew that I could be persuasive. And I knew that he wasn't, like, the most popular kid. Like, a lot of people didn't like him. Um, and it's because he made himself unlikable. It wasn't like, oh, oh yes. we're just picking on this kid. Like, it's like, no, he was, like, you know, unlikable for X amount of reasons. Um, also, I hope that he doesn't listen to the show because, like, this is- we're we're fine now but like I'm talking about the situation back then so right yeah, right
0: Um own change buddy please don't take offense.
1: But basically I went to Facebook and cyberbullying was very popular um So
0: uh, bullying was very popular I can't
1: it was so popular. um, So I created a Facebook group, a public one at that. And about 40 people joined under the span of like an hour or two. And the group chat was called a fan club for him. um, And it was basically all these people like un unprovoked talking shit about him. um, So, yeah, my mom didn't appreciate that because, one, I wasn't supposed to have social media. <laughs> so oh, I was supposed- like one so that was already strike one and two like obviously that was cyberbullying. um and yeah
0: so she's like not only do you have social media but you're also using it for evil (laughs) exactly yeah like that'll do it so
1: yeah i got grounded for like pretty much the entire summer i think i was grounded for because like that back then summer started like mid-june so i think i didn't have my phone from mid-june to like mid-August and you know that was pretty much all summer but you know I spun the story I was like oh yeah like I I felt like Anna Delvey like sorry in Switzerland can't be reached like type deal
0: oh my god you like fully lied that is so funny
1: I I obviously told the truth because people were like it's summer in Switzerland (laughs) I wasn't thinking ahead but um you know I the thing is, I was like very off social media, though, because like I didn't have a phone. So like I was unreachable for like two months.
0: Oh, my God. That is actually so funny, though. Like you fully just got to have a summer off the grid, which now I would pay good money to do. Right. Which like I could actually also do for free, but I just choose not to and like completely overshare my life. But, you know, that's neither here nor there.
1: I feel like I need like a nine perfect stranger situation where they like take my phone.
0: Oh no, completely. Like I feel like I don't need to like forcibly have a situation where I don't have access to my cell phone. I can't just be like one of those people that Zen and is like, ugh, like I don't require the internet. Like, yes, I do. I genuinely require it so much.
1: Absolutely. Like I don't know what I would do without it.
0: <laughs> oh no, same. It's it's a little pathetic how perpetually online I am. But that's you know, that's just who we are as people. That's that's our generation. It's not our fault. We were bred to be this way right? And,
1: oh wait, before I forget, because um, I, I f- have a feeling we'll probably start wrapping up soon, but um, there was one thing that you, you a portion of an article, or I guess a blog post I wrote um, that had to do with fire, um, and I know that I owe the listeners a cocktail for this episode. So this one is going to be so short, and this is like my guilty pleasure, because we've talked about a lot of things, but when I was in college, I got addicted to this, and everyone that I've given this to absolutely loves this so don't knock it until you fucking try it okay um that wasn't directed at you pippa that was directed at the listeners
0: Um, (laughs) agreeable i would never knock anything
1: so fire it just made me think about this when i was in college i didn't have access to many alcohol like many much alcohol because like i was on a dry campus i was underage well you were on a dry campus I was. Penn State's technically a dry campus.
0: You're lying. I mean, I guess a lot of colleges are technically dry campuses, but that's really interesting that Penn State's dry.
1: Oh, I mean, Penn State's dry for <laughs> a couple of reasons. Um, yeah, it, some unfortunate things have happened there. But Ooh, um, I
0: feel like I already can envision what those unfortunate things are, but proceed. Dry campus, yeah. not process. So-
1: Dry campus, underage, limited access to alcohol, but I got my hands on some Fireball, and I went down. Yeah, as, to, as one
0: always does in college,
1: you, it's it's a rite of passage. Um, <laughs> and and yeah. then I went to, um, I guess, like the local like store on campus. I was at like a branch campus at the time, so it was really small. So we kind of had like it was called the Galley. It was it was an eerie, so like it was all like lake themed and like stupid things. Um, But I went to the galley to go pick up, like, a mixer. And for some reason, I picked up orange juice. Um, And when I got back, I was just like, well, I can't drink this fireball straight. All I have is orange juice. So I mixed it. And let me tell you, it is actually one of the most delicious things ever.
0: Wait, I'm Um, actually very surprised by this combo because that sounds like something that I would have made simply by necessity because I always had, like, OJ as a mixer – always had Fireball lying around, at least in high school specifically. But so is it just those two things?
1: Yeah. Like it's a it's a short cocktail. So like, you know, just like an ounce and a half of Fireball to two ounces, if you're feeling like frisky and just top it off with OJ. And it is so good. Every single person I've given it to who likes like the, the caveat is you have to like Fireball, right? It's not going to disguise it. You, right, have like, you have to like
0: very much on board for both ingredients. It's not one of those things where it's like, I'm going to make you an OJ truther, I swear. Like, it has to be like, oh, separately, these are good together. They make a good thing as well.
1: Exactly. So, like, don't knock it until you try it. But when I thought of fire, I was literally thinking about, like, okay, if I'm revealing kind of like not embarrassing, but if I'm just like oversharing, that was like my go to cocktail all of sophomore year of college. And it is so good. And Even recently, I gave it to some of my friends because some of my friends hadn't had Fireball before, and I was like, "Well,
2: how does
0: one get through their pardon my yawn? How does someone get through their you know high school slash early college experience without having had Fireball? That's uh, honestly amazing, and I, I commend them for being better people than I was." it was wow.
1: (laughs) Honestly, it's just because this person, they didn't drink until they turned 21 and then they graduated a semester early. So when it came to like drinking, like the cheaper stuff, like they were kind of like in their career already. So they defaulted to like Tito's or, I mean, even like a little bit lower, like smeared off. Um, So they had never had fireball and I was like fireball and orange juice, just drink this. And he was a believer. Like I'm converting people. Like I, it's funny because I always make this joke. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, I, I guess I used to be like an influencer if that's what you want to call it. And I'm like, yeah, now I influence people to drink like orange juice and fireball, like not to buy products, just to drink random shit that I put together.
0: Oh my God. That is insane though.
1: So Pippa, if you haven't tried it, I highly encourage it. You'll be pleasantly surprised. And I say this and people don't understand until I like they actually try it. It tastes like warm o- orange juice. Like. So. I mean,
0: yeah. That, that makes sense to me.
1: Like warm as like the warming feeling of cinnamon, not warm as in like temperature.
0: That is so. I mean, I guess that makes sense because cinnamon like warms you from the inside out and fireball also does its own job as well. But I mean, like I'm happy to revert backwards. I think it's really fun to go back to like, you know, that gross stage of your life where you drink a lot of fireball. Literally the other night, my room and I were getting ready to go out. And we lived together freshman year in the dorms. Now we're 25 and we were getting ready to like hit the town out in Greenpoint. And um we decided to listen to our freshman year pregame playlist, which, you know, involved a lot of Jordan Belfer, Doses and Mimosas, like that kind of vibe. Yeah. It's fun to it's fun to revert. It's fun.
1: Absolutely. I think it's lately on tiktok i've been seeing like these djs and they've been posting like 2016 throwback 2017 throwback and i'm like this just reminds me of early college whenever the only place i could go was the frats or like house parties um before i like was old enough to go to the bars and like i don't know there was nothing better than like listening to closer at like the middle of the night with like a really gross like jungle juice or beer in your hand. I don't know if we shared that experience. Like, oh,
0: that and then some. I, w- I, I went to the College of Charleston. So very much like, I mean, parties were the thing because um, our campus was in, you know, a city, quote unquote. Charleston's a small city, but like it's still a city nonetheless. Um, and so, oh yeah, I know that experience quite well. And frankly, I crave it.
1: Absolutely. I, I just want to feel that rush again. Like there are certain songs that come out and I'm like, I really wish that I could go to a house party and listen to this, like going to a club and hearing a song versus going to like a really slimy, grimy basement party. It's not the same vibe. And I'm not saying I crave the, the latter vibe of like the slimy basement, but it's just reminiscent of a, of a better time in life when I didn't have bills and like taxes. I, I wasn't avoiding my, or evading my taxes. I just, didn't have a job because I was lazy. Oh, that's the
0: thing. I'm like, God. I mean, the whole thing is now if I do evade my taxes, it's simply because I'm bad at doing my taxes. It's not just because I have no idea what taxes are, even though I still very much am in that that boat.
1: Uh, You want to hear something funny? I literally, like, I'm so dumb when it comes to taxes. I went to school for accounting. I work in private equity.
0: Oh, my God. And when it comes to
1: taxes, I'm just like, I'm like, Stupid!
0: <laughs> oh my god! But you know what? It's like who's actually good at taxes? Certainly not me,
1: right? I feel like even actually one thing I learned from my tax class, bringing back college. Um, so there was this study that was done, I think by the IRS, um, and basically they gave forty three different accountants the same tax information, right? And you, it yielded forty three different results. Like no, no two people does taxes the exact same.
0: Oh my God, which like that is so stressful because it's like, of course, I'm going to do it wrong.
1: Right. But that's why there's like a range of like acceptability. I think the IRS is just like do them, I guess. But yeah, I don't know.
0: That is so bleak, but also it does make me feel a little bit better that even people who do taxes for a living are very good at doing their taxes. Yeah. And well,
1: here's the thing. All 43 results, they were different, but none of them were innately wrong
0: which is so strange and then it's like what am I supposed to do I'm just I'm just a little kid what am I supposed to do
1: (laughs) right it's like I'm sitting here with my TurboTax and I'm like am I even entering this in the right place like
0: oh certainly not I mean genuinely I put aside money and I'm like I'm paying an accountant I I cannot do it I I don't trust myself I shouldn't trust myself
1: no I 100% feel that especially because I live and work in a different state I'm just like um That's two state returns plus a federal. The federal already like frightens me enough. So yeah. Yeah, And
0: frankly, like I don't even know who I'm supposed to be more afraid of. So I'm like, yeah, it is what it is. Like we're just gonna hand this over, let someone else make the mistakes. And then we go from there.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I think it's for the best. I completely agree. And Pippa, I have so loved our conversation. Um, I'm sure the listeners have also loved our conversation. I know that we're getting towards like, you know, dinner time and a little bit later. Um, But I'm just curious, do you have any final parting thoughts you want to leave the listeners with?
0: I mean, frankly, Miles, I'm, I'm a little starstruck. I just, I can't believe that I met the person who helped me with my spy cheat codes on Club Penguin is just a young lad. Um, (laughs) I mean, truly I'm indebted to you. I became a spy because of you. So, I mean, thank you times a thousand. I'm just, I'm so grateful that we got to have this experience together.
1: Same here. And Pippa, this is the time. We'll also make sure that it's in the description, but um, let's shamelessly plug your socials and like any projects you're doing. Like this is the time I want to hear all about that.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, as we mentioned at the very beginning, I'm um, at All Purpose Pippa on both TikTok and Instagram. Those are pretty much the only social medias that I use. Um, Don't search Pippa on TikTok. If you just search up like Pippa Allen, that's my name. um, It won't show up. So Pippa means... Uh, innuendo in several languages. So what I've discovered is that I think if you search my name, it simply won't show up because they're going to think that you're looking up uh pornography because it means blowjob, It like genuinely, like maybe <laughs> different languages that I even know of. So I think they've blocked my name. So you do have to type in All Purpose Pippa. Um, you can maybe do that in three separate words, but my username is just All Purpose Pippa. My Instagram is the same. Um, I'm trying to think what else am I working on right now? Um, I also do some writing. I do some food writing on the side, um, for both insider and soon I'll be doing some writing for Rachel Ray magazine. So that's exciting. So keep an eye out for those sorts of things. Um, but yeah, I mean, anything specific, I have it linked in my bios, my respective bio. So for things like podcast recommendations, I'll have to link this podcast. Once it goes live, that'll be exciting. I have this like master playlist that I'm excessively proud of on Spotify, um where I link all my favorite uh podcast episodes and has a couple hundred followers. It's my pride and joy. Um and just in terms of my favorites, I've also recently started linking things on Nate. So if you're familiar with Nate, it's kind of like it's kind of like a Pinterest that you can shop from. It's very fun. I'm entertained by it. So I have that linked to my bios as well. But mostly just yeah, follow me on the socials. I I have no rhyme or reason. I have no niche. I'm sure you can also hear all the noise <laughs> on 14th. I live in East Village. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have no niche. I have no rhyme or reason. I can't tell you that I post a certain kind of content because I don't. I just post whatever shit posting comes to mind. So you're in for a roller coaster ride. There was a point where I was posting um, an advent calendar of jams for an entire month. Um, I post a lot of what I'm wearing. So if you're interested in that sort of shit, I don't know if I'm even interested in that sort of shit, but it sure is fun to share. Um, And even though I am an advocate of the hard launch and frankly, one of the top helms of it, um, I do tend to overshare on the internet. So if that's something you're interested in as well, that's available and at your fingertips.
1: I love that. And also I love your content, Pippa. Like I definitely like Creeped through your page and your outfits, always on point. Um, I think you were wearing like this like red top. Does that sound like a couple days ago? Um, is that creepy? Um, oh,
0: not weird at all. I'm literally looking at my closet. I was like, Do I own anything red? I'm like, Yes, I do, but simply I just can never remember anything that I wear, which is one of the reasons why I do document it on TikTok because sometimes I'm stumped on what to wear and I just go back to my old OOTV videos. And I wait, was like, I have do to
1: do see it? what it was. Oh, it was a red skirt or maybe like a red dress with a blouse on top um it was just cherry themed um but it was just gorgeous
0: oh yeah i'm a big cherry girl that was another one of my videos that blew up was me losing a pair of cherry earrings over the summer one of the dumbest viral videos of all time and i will never have any explanation for it but it it sure is funny i'm looking at those earrings right now on my bedside table
1: (laughs) i love that But yes, go follow Pippa on all of her socials. Um, They will be linked in the description. Also, Pippa, like in the future, I, if you want to come back, I have this Am I the Asshole series that I feel like you would be the perfect guest for. Oh my
2: God, I love
0: deciding whether or not people are assholes. I will totally disguise.
1: Okay, perfect. So keep an eye out for Pippa on a future episode of the Am I the Asshole series. Um, also, now we are able to rate the episode on Spotify, which is a new thing to me. I just learned that today. So after this episode, since you're already on your app, respectively, make sure that you go rate us five stars um, because then other awesome people will come listen to us. And yeah, that's. I, I think that's all from me. Pippa, thank you so much for coming on the show.
0: Miles, thank you. It was a pleasure. I hope we can do it again.
1: Absolutely. And to the fans to the listeners,
0: to the Club Penguin fans. I'll see you guys soon. Bye.